Let's talk about chaos. Let's talk about the broken window theory. The first time I went to New York City, I landed at um, JFK and took the car ride in, came out of one of the tunnels and into downtown Manhattan, uh, probably, um, I'm, I'm guessing, the 20s or, no, yeah, probably the 20s or so. And the high rises and the smells and uh, the evident chaos. This is before Rudy Giuliani. And I remember saying to my friends that being in New York City at that, that first moment uh, was either proof that God does not exist and human beings are the most powerful force on earth or God does exist and he's very angry because of the, the chaos uh, that was already evident you know, just at that at that moment. And that was when a walk through Times Square was still an inadvisable thing. People warned me against it. Don't do not do that. Giuliani came along and undertook something called the broken window theory. This was that the disorder that was rampant in the city encouraged more disorder. If you can get away with breaking a window, you can get away with breaking two. If you can get away with breaking four windows, you can get away with torching a building. If you can get away with beating up a citizen, you can get away with beating up a cop. Now we're at a stage where if you can get away with beating up a cop, well, why not murder some? And this is what the party wants. Top down, bottom up, squeeze the middle. Con people into believing the American system doesn't work. This is like shooting someone's body up with antifreeze and saying, wow, uh, the, the, the human biology is a mess. Or more precisely, this is like years of, of eating uh, nothing but, let's say, uh, pick your poison. Uh, deep fried cheese in, 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 in deep fried in butter with deep fried Twinkies every day, multiple times a day for your entire life. And then saying, man, God sure designed a bad body. It's like that. Or in the case of Seattle, it's like doing that and then and then feeding your kids the same thing and going, wow, someone needs to do something for my children. They're sick. <clears throat> the broken window theory has given way to <laughs> what I can only refer to as the murdered city experiment. Think I'm exaggerating? Stay right there. Though that person may be identified as a gang member, it doesn't mean that it's a gang-related crime. Let's shut down the private for-profit detention centers. It was 30 years ago. Get over it. Let's start with this uh, a recent history, okay? Let's just follow the bouncing ball of chaos in a city being murdered the separate country of Seattle. This is the party. This is on purpose. This has been watchable and observable for 30 years. It started back when they said, let's hand out heroin needles. That's when the rampant purposeful destruction began. Now we're nearing an apex of destruction. We're about to lose 200 cops from Seattle. We're about to lose maybe more than that from the Washington State Patrol. We're going to have lateral resignations, people fired because they will not got injected, all part of the plan. 
They'll replace those good officers with bootlicking order takers. That's what they'll do. That's the play. It's, 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 it's as obvious as can be. Little recent history. There was a very well-beloved officer, Alexandra Lexi Harris. She was struck by a vehicle because she stopped on the side of I-5 to help fellow officers. She was off-duty. She stopped to help in an incident, and that woman lost her life. That officer lost her life in an absolute act of chaos. Such as, as she stopped, you had a car theft, and during this, uh, this, this moment where she stopped, there was another car theft that led to her death. That was in the same stretch of freeway, I-5, on which a leftist, a, a young woman practicing activism on behalf of the party. I don't think she knew that. Uh, her name was, I think, Summer Taylor. She was killed. She was hit by a car because the Washington State Patrol was not allowed to stop people from standing in the middle of the freeway. And a guy drove a car into her. Now, we don't get to talk about the guy because he was a BIPOC person. So, and, and Summer Taylor was a white woman. So, clearly, we're not to talk about that in, in too much detail. Now, some more recent history on this murdered city experiment. How about this? How about you are, as Como News reports here, you're just a, you know, a citizen of the separate country of Seattle. Matt Markovich had the story. Como News. The owner of a stolen car and the man who found that are blaming Seattle police and slow police response times as they watch someone steal a car for a second time. We used to live in this neighborhood, she talks with, they talk about here. Penny Cocking looked out the window of her South Park home. We used to live in South Park. Tuesday night and saw that the car she owns and her family relies on was gone. She reported it to the police that night. It's not much of a car. The gas gauge doesn't work, but I really need it. I rely on it. And so does my daughter. The next morning, Penny and her daughter, Amber, started to drive around looking for the car, a red Isuzu Rodeo. A friend posted a picture and description on Facebook asking neighbors to look for it. Ed Ball saw the posting and realized the Isuzu was parked behind his house in an alley one block from a problematic homeless camp. Read, drug camp, sex trafficking camp, chaos camp. The week before, he tried to lead a community effort to remove a rat infestation at the camp that was thwarted by the city of Seattle and the Department of Transportation. Said he never received permit approval so exterminators could do the work. They didn't want the rats removed! These people will force you to get injected with an experimental gene therapy, force you to lock up your guns so they're not usable, force you to put a GPS unit in your car, force you to hire felons, steal your ability to charge rent, and they will not let a man exterminate rats in a drug camp. Murdered city experiment. The alley's become a dumping ground for stolen cars, says Ed, who called police as soon as he found it. He also called Penny. She and her daughter drove quickly to Ed's house to pick up the car. Police told us to wait, that you don't want to drive off in a car that's been identified as stolen, Ed says. They'll come to take your statement. So Ed, Penny, and Amber waited for nearly an hour for police to arrive. But the suspected car thief showed up instead, hopped into the car, and drove it away, nearly running over Ed, who attempted to stop him. Incidentally, just so you know, if the police came and got behind that car, and attempted to pull it over, guess what? They can't make the person pull over. They can ask politely 
on their on their PA, please pull over in the stolen car. The thief doesn't have to, and the cops have to break off the response. But they will force cops to get shot up with an experimental gene therapy. They will force cops, or try to get them, to turn over their social media logins. They will force cops to attend uh, training wherein they're taught that they're all racist, trash, Nazi scum. They'll do that, but they will not let a cop pull over a car being stolen for a second time. This reminds me of a story where there was a classic Corvette stolen, parked in a parking garage, stolen from Bellevue, which is a sane city east of Seattle, parked in a parking garage for over eight hours. <laughs> well, they were asking, hey, police, can you get here? And the cops said, we, we, we don't have time. And eventually, I think another police agency actually asked for permission to go to Seattle and to retrieve the classic Corvette. We're just getting started with the murdered city experiment. So the murdered city experiment is ongoing in Seattle. And I am very, very hard and accurately so on Como News's non-coverage about the COVID flu, which is 100% mockingbird, 100% propaganda at all times, except for the little story they let slip about healthcare providers who are not going to take the injections. But even the reporter said, why would you not take the beautiful? Why would you not take the precious? Why? They do do a good job on reporting a crime. They do a really good job of reporting a crime. Well, and one of that one of the reasons for that is they have Matt Markovich, and they have Eric Johnson, and reporters who are willing to report on this. So, if we're keeping track, we got a cop killed in chaos on I five. The car stolen a second time in that incident, as I recall. Woman killed because she was allowed to protest on a freeway. A man who happened to be a BIPOC man hit her with the car. Therefore, it's a non-issue because it was a man of dark skin who killed a woman of light skin. Non-issue in Seattle for keeping track of this. We've got a car stolen for a second time. Cops impotent to stop it. They are not allowed to stop it if the thief is driving away. Woman was just sitting there forced to watch the people drive away in her car that was parked next door to a drug camp. A known drug and sex trafficking camp, because sex trafficking happens in all these camps, from which a man tried to get the rats exterminated. But the city of Seattle stopped that man from spending his own money to get rats exterminated from a drug camp next to his house. Does someone want to come on and say, this is just these people have different political ideas, Todd? These are not enemies. They have different political ideas. Does anyone want to try that with me? Uh, we are pro-rat. Uh, well, factually, since you have the party suing on behalf of, of Antelope. Yes, uh, we bring to order now Antelope versus State of Wyoming. Uh, does Antelope have counsel? Uh, Your Honor, I'm, I'm counsel. I'm a counsel for the Antelope. How does your uh, how does uh, how does your client uh, pr- intend to proceed in the case? I've spoken at length with my client, Antelope, and Antelope has told me that they prefer a different food source. Antelope is very clear on this. Can I talk to Antelope? My client reserves the right to speak through me. Chaos, chaos, perfectly so. So for keeping track of that, let's go now. Como News, another report. They do do a good job on crime. They truly do. This from, oh, Michelle Esteban. Michelle Esteban at Como. 
talking about a woman who had a very, very Seattle experience. And my children are in the car and they're screaming. They don't know what's happening other than there's something scary happening. And he's hitting the back of my car with this car. Chelsea Gray says one minute she's packing her kids and groceries in her car here inside the parking garage at the Greenwood Fred Meyer. The next she was under attack. I see him coming from the side and he is ramming me uh, with a cart. Your body? Yeah, yeah. Ramming into me with a cart. Other customers heard her screams and scared him off. Chelsea called 911 and waited 20 minutes, but nothing. The police never came. They ever call you? No. We've crippled our only source of protection against what's happened. But what was conveyed to me by the, the manager is that their employees, his employees, are being accosted daily. What would you say to our city leaders? Defund the police was not the right move. We need our police. Twice by the same man in a different store. Twice. Oh, uh, well, this is just... Uh... Uh, Todd, we need to respect our political opponents. This is simply another way of viewing things in in all points of view um, uh, in the political realm uh, can differ to this degree. I think it's a dangerous uh, area uh, in which you tread if you, if you suggest that that uh, this is uh, <laughs> some kind of a, a purposeful attack uh, on the United States of America. That is impossible. Uh, no one would ever uh, attempt to destroy uh, an American city. Our enemies would never do that. Our internal enemies would would never do that. Secondly, <laughs> that would constitute a conspiracy theory. Um, things like that would be found out. Uh, you can't hide activities like that. <laughs> you would have whistleblowers uh, coming forward to say they're they're doing this on purpose. Uh, well, yeah, there are in fact people in city government that say, yeah, we're doing this on purpose. We, we intend to destroy the country, starting with Seattle. They, they do say that. The murdered city experiment continues this south of Seattle in Tacoma, where a Buddhist nun, clearly a white supremacist Buddhist nun, was attacked on video. An attack at a Buddhist temple in Tacoma sent a nun to the hospital and has members of their community scared for their lives. Kicking on me, choking me, twisting my leg, just like all over. Huan Yuan speaking to Cairo 7 through a translator Wednesday. The 67-year-old says the suspects were cutting through a chain-link fence just before midnight last Tuesday. She says when she approached them, they went after her. I was yelling for help, help, they're killing me. And her cries for help, getting the attention of others including 80-year-old Victor Tang, who was a monk at the temple. When he tried to intervene, he too was assaulted. Grab, put my, my head to the ground. And, uh... There you go. The murdered city theory extends now to Tacoma because crime spreads, chaos spreads. Now, um, I am unable to see the race of the attackers in this. But race is everything. So because race is everything from this piece in Cairo 7, I will assume the attackers were BIPOC people. BIPOC, BIPOC. People of color, I will assume that. Well, I can't see their race in the video. The reason I assume that is because if they were white, this would be an attack by Donald Trump. 
This would be attack by white supremacists who hate Buddhist people rather than an attack by three thugs on two older people. Uh, let me rename that. Three people committing thuggery. Maybe they're redeemable, but not in this environment. From Safe Seattle on Facebook. By the way, Alex, do me a favor. Take this segment, isolate it, put it up into its own little mini podcast. I want you, I'm asking you in the podcast audience, I am begging you to take this segment, text uh, Todd, T-O-D-D, to 800-465-8770. Alex, please make this available to people as an isolated segment when it wraps up. Don't text yet. Wait until the segment's over. It's just about a minute to go. And send this to everybody you know. This is the party. From CF Seattle on Facebook. Second time in two years, my vehicle was hit by an uninsured, unlicensed illegal immigrant. Both times, the accident was the other party's fault. And both times, I had children in the car. Both times, there was no serious injuries but neck pain from whiplash. What's frustrating, though, is that in both cases, police couldn't do anything other than issue the party a citation and let them go. In both cases, the police profusely apologized they couldn't do more. They even had to call an interpreter because the other driver did not speak English. She has good insurance, says Mildred, so she's only going to have to pay the $500 deductible. The other driver they hit, the other driver they hit, only had collision insurance. He's going to have to pay for the repairs out of his own pocket. And Mildred is absolutely correct. This is the condition that people are, this is the situation people are being conditioned to accept by the party. The criminals run things because they help the party. This is what they're being conditioned to accept as normal. Meanwhile, if you're a nurse, you don't want to get shot up with an experimental gene therapy, you're scum, you're trash, you're fired. If the bacon isn't cooking and you're not smelling it yet, we ain't going to be smelling it in this time of choosing. We'll come back on the Todd Herman Show with examples of from the broken city experiment to the broken minds experiment.